Hi, I'm Miles. I'm Brendan. I'm Logan. I'm Cole. And this is the Underdog Sports Podcast. In this episode, we'll be previewing the NBA draft and talking about the recent trades that have happened. First, in the NBA draft, what do we think our order is going to look like? First uh, overall, first overall first. to the Spurs, I think we have Wembenyama. No, it's, it's already decided. Yeah. I got LeBron going one. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, and then second, who do you have? Brandon Miller or... No, it's Scoot Henderson. It's Scoot Henderson. I think... I think... <laughs> I think what the Hornets should do. Here I think the is, Hornets, the Hornets have Lamelo, so I think they need Brandon Miller more. So I see I them think, taking Brandon Miller. I think that Scoot, but Lamelo and Scoot could be a really good backcourt. They could, yeah, but you don't have anything. You don't they, have anything there. I but, think what you do is you go with Scoot here, and you take a year to see how how that Lamelo Scoot combo does. If it's not good, I'd keep the younger guy and trade Lamelo for some other assets to build around Scoot. Lamelo oh, is a really good prospect. Lamella if Scoot is bad, his trade value is going to decrease throughout the year. Yeah, I know, but he's still young. I think the thing that would help more would be maybe to take to take Brandon Miller. I mean, yeah, he's a really good shooter. If you know what I mean. <laughs> Anyways, and then going three to the Trailblazers, I think then would either be whoever doesn't get taken. In my case, I think Scoot Henderson. I think Brandon Miller there. And with I I think an underrated pick, I have Cam Whitmore going fourth. No, I I Amen Thompson. I see that one of the Thompson twins going to the. Going to the Rockets a- here. It's going to be a Probably, probably, probably a solid. No, no it's going to be a men. A men's so much better. Yeah. Yeah but, yeah, but I don't know what they really, they don't really need. Actually, yeah, no, they, they need to play guard more. They but sorry, they have to. They're going to take yeah, it. Yeah, I see a men going here. But then, unpopular take here. I think the Pistons take him Whitmore here so they have a, more of a duo between Kate and him rather than a, oh, and also, a dual backcourt that you would have of two like tall guards. I think the fit of Cam Whitmore on the Pistons would be would be a pleasure for the franchise here. Cam Whitmore is going to be good either way. Villanova, Cam Whitmore, you're The Pistons won't be good either way. Yeah, but they have they have a future to build around. Yeah, they have a really Tuesday good future. of the Pistons. Yes, they did. Oh, shut up, Will. They're the Pistons. And then I think after that... I see... The sixth pick... I see going. The sixth pick the, goes to Orlando. I see Asar going here because the Orlando doesn't really need a forward. I think... Yeah, they do. No, they don't. They have Paulo. Yeah, you could still use more. I, I think I think I wouldn't let Asar drop all the way to the Wizards or the Pacers. I think they could potentially you could potentially see Grady Dick make a leap here. Yeah, I, yeah. Really? This early? Yes, because no, if you look at the outlook of the Magic offseason, you see one of their big free agents in 
Markel Fultz, who originally looked like a bust, but now is playing his way back into the league. And yeah. he, he's looking, reports have said he's looking for a four-year, four $68 million contract. Yeah. And who knows, maybe you don't give it to him. Draft someone who could potentially be successful. And then yeah. you go sign a free agent point guard or trade for someone like Damian Lillard if you want to become an immediate yeah. contender. Well, he's just, for the Pacers here, I think it's a no. I think they have to take Jarris Walker, however you pronounce it. Jarris Walker? Yeah, I think they have to take him here. I think you could see that, but another possibility I could see is they move Miles Turner tonight because there's been reports of that, and then they Mm -hmm. go. And they then, could trade up. For, I would trade up with the Rockets if anything, or the or try. Rockets and get are not. Rockets are not trading down. Uh, I mean, it's not a terrible. The Rockets, the Rockets want to. No, they're up. saying they may deal him for someone else. Yeah, the I, Rockets want a young talent. Yeah, and then they could they drop to like the seventh pick, but they still get Miles Turner if, if the Pacers really want to go all in. Or they get rid of Miles Turner and take someone like. They move up for, like, a Jairus Walker, who they put yeah. a center. Now, I think this this is one of the more important picks of this draft, the Wizards, because with all the trades that have been going along, them, them acquiring CP3, shipping away Bradley Beal, and uh, uh, most likely due to today's news, is going to ship away. Um, Chris, yes, I think they really need a guard or... Or even a forward that they have to build around. I think and this is where I think they take Anthony Black here. I think this. I think Uzar Thompson slides down and they take him here. Who? But I, I think I see. I think I see Azar Thompson going to the Pacers or even the Magic. I could also like, see Jalen Hood Chavino from Indiana. Yeah, I could. See, I could see that. Getting drafted here. Yeah. Now the last two picks of the top ten are the Jazz and the Mavericks, which the Mavericks really need a really need a forward, but the Jazz, on the other hand, really need guards. So I really think that the that the I um, think someone whose name has been thrown around a lot with the Jazz is Keontae George from Baylor. Yeah. I mean, I could see him. He is. He is low in the rankings, but overall, I really think he's he's a good prospect to take here. But and then, for the Mavericks, they really need a fun, and I think center. they take Taylor Hendricks from UCF here. Taylor and, Hendricks or uh, what's or Bill, or Derek uh, Lively? Yeah, I I can see either one, and either way, if they pick a if they pick a front court, I mean back court player, then the Mavericks are. <clears throat> Not doing it right over here. But, yeah, or those are, those another thing could potentially be you know maybe the Mavericks have inside intel about Kyrie and they know he's leaving, so they could yeah. take a guard. Or they could yeah, they, they could show Luca though. They, they could they package. Luka. I don't. I don't. No, think. they could package Kyrie. Um. Um, and get a first round and someone else. Yeah, but I don't really I love that to... idea because if the if the Mavericks were to draft, no, like the Mavericks a, they already saw how they the would, Mavericks uh, despite their the Mavericks that. despite their uh, despite their um, failure last year are still a contender. 
Yeah, I still think they're contenders, but what I really think is going to happen is they're going to ship away Kyrie, but the worst thing that this franchise can do is is have Luka not be himself and have him play more, like, off the ball. Like, you want yeah. the ball in Luka's hands. He is, in my really, opinion, a top five talent in the NBA. But, like, they saw how the Kyrie-Luka duo worked out. If you want to bring him back for one more year and have risk, risk bringing down his trade value, then you could, but also you could let him walk have a bunch of cap space, and get those role players, the defense, and maybe even a second star that you need. Yeah, they're like... I would assume that you want the ball in Luka's hands at most times. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I'm saying, that's what I'm saying, that's what they didn't do last time. Even the clip of of Kyrie and Luka passing the ball back and forth explained that whole situation to me. Yeah. And now the last topic of discussion for this episode... What's one sleeper that we think could go in the top 15? What's this, fantasy football? Honestly. I think after watching, you notice after all the scouts, when you focus on the French team, the Metropolitan 92s, all the eyes go to Victor Remiana. And while the scouts were there, they noticed another small forward who was coming into the draft projected to be around the 50th pick. And his rose in the rankings... skyrocketed to the 11th. Bilal Koulibaly? Yeah. Who I has mean, been... another prospect who I could see, like, a, a franchise in need of a guard taken is Jordan Hawkins, who, as we saw perform in March Madness, he can step up in those big moments, but... He's really gonna have to take his game to the next level in these in the off season here to bring what he needs to bring to the table to help to help a franchise build around him or even have that second star role where they really need him as a piece to win. But yeah, I mean basically basically I don't really know who can really need a guard here, but if he he falls outside the top fifteen, I mean, there's there's the Jazz who can grab him. Even the Lakers, if they need if they want another point guard and have LeBron stop taking that role of the point guard in the in this franchise, they could really just pick Jordan Hawkins or maybe even go for another big and ship away AD. Yeah. Well, this concludes this episode of the Underdogs Podcast. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye.